standing on the only rock I know. You're my cornerstone. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Boris. Hey, everybody. Still amazing. Thank you, baby. There still is God. (laughs) This show was created to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. God was the only comfort for me, but we hope we can be there for each other. Life is challenging. Know this, there is a God who happens to be our Father, is omnipotent, and loves us dearly, so there's always hope. That song was Cornerstone by Toby Mac. No chance of salvation, but it takes now the chance of salvation, but it takes the cross. Thanks to our Jesus, no greater suffering or loss. Trust in our heart under his wings, carry it on for the glory of God and the love of his son. Took the death of a God in return, what must we do to help others as sweet Lord sees us through with the strength and compassion we need his will, grace behold, that we supersede. Today we will be talking about parenting your prodigal sons and daughters with Lane Lawson Craft. Through sharing her story of praying of praying three wayward prodigal sons, Lane Lawson Craft offers hope and a practical tried and true battle plan for parents walking this heartbreaking season of life in her new book, Parents Battle Plan. Through this interview and her book, Discover How to Fight for Your Child's Destiny and Win the War of Darkness Over Them, Even When You Don't Get the Miracle You Asked For. Lane, welcome to The Cure. A blessing to have you with us. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amy. This is such a powerful and urgent message today. Yes, it is, having been a prodigal son myself. I haven't. Sorry. It's okay. Opposites attract, don't they? (laughs) Uh, Lane, seems like the world, our society, is against family uh, as a unit. And uh, evil seems to be attacking our families and our children the most. And why do you suppose we've come to this place? Well, I think it's something that's been in the making. I believe several, 20, 30 years ago, it was first initially the attack was the family. And as we are seeing, our divorce rates are 60 plus percent. And the church looks no different than the secular world. So uh, I believe it's been going on a long time. And now technology, technology has changed the assault and it's our children. I don't remember where I read it, but that in the last days, the devil's final battle would be against our family and children. Lastly, almost as if saving the best for last, but it is a a parenting, a parenting becomes now a a warfare, a, a battleground. And so as parents, what must we do? 
Well, first, I think the biggest revelation, Amy, that I've offered parents is that they're not in war with their child. They're not in war with that prodigal. They're in war with the spiritual darkness of the culture that we live in. So many parents, you know, I have to walk through that just as much as we believe in angels, we must believe that there are demons that are on assignment. And these demons are here to oppress our children, to put negative and oppressive thoughts in their mindsets, uh, get them addicted to these drugs, so many things. So uh, the first and foremost thing, we must realize this is a spiritual war. We are not in war with our children. Ephesians 6, 6, 6, 12. I know because I just wrote it on my blog a few minutes ago. Uh, but in uh, common now more than ever is depression in teens, uh, and it, it's a, it's growing because it, we're living in an upside down world where God even said it in the Bible that in the last days evil will be called good and good will be called evil. So we are living a, a, a world of deception, a world of lies, and so the increase in depression in teens have have it, it's off the charts especially yeah. among the, the the movement of of impurity yeah. how do we even how can how can we avoid that uh, how, what do we do to combat this deception that we're so easily fall for that it has become an envi- our environment yes and i believe scripturally it, it it's it's right is wrong and wrong is right uh, so our children today are confused uh, it's it's a it's a spirit of chaos and confusion. Uh, so yes, we really have to zone in as parents, and we have to tell our children and live in the truth and and exemplify what what the behavior we are expecting. How do we handle technology? How do we handle alcohol, drugs? How do we handle porn? Um, there is an accountability that we as parents, we must first check ourselves. But listen, I want to tell you, I was at the height of what I thought the Lord had created me to be. I was uh, a publisher of a magazine that was in every bookstore in America and Canada. And yet my own three children had been sucked up through drugs, alcohol, porn, depression. So I want you to know, parents, again, you know, we can, we have to be accountable to the Lord ourselves. And, and that's where I ask you to partner with God. Today, I say, just partner with God. You know, He's our Father. He is also the Father of these children that He has trusted us to steward. So, um, again, how do we deal with this? Well, how are we dealing with it on an individual basis? So I really urge parents to maybe reset their relationship with God. And, and, and partner with him and say, God, get close I to God. You. Yeah. yeah, because there, there are things you. beyond our control. We may be the person in the middle, but after all, they are God's children that he's giving us the awesome privilege to raise. And they are his prodigal son. And God knows how to bring them back. But they need those parents praying for them. They need those, par- yeah. those parents be becoming even, you know, practicing virtue and being as close to God as possible so that their prayers can be more efficacious. We will continue talking more about parenting your prodigal sons or not prodigal sons and daughters with Lane Lawson Craft. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to The Care with Amy Cabo. You can check out Amy's latest book, God is the Care, on Amazon and 
please check our website, goddessthecure.com. Touch it, it's making me say that the way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me. And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Remember that you can listen to the radio show through our app, The Cure, with Amy Cabo, or as a podcast, just look for God is the Cure, wherever podcasts are. That was Holy by Justin Bieber. Miracles happen when we have faith and not fear. The evil one, don't distract, keep our Lord near. In this battle, God equips not to lose our way, but use our fight, praying much every day. Risk takes trust and courage to heroes be born. Since baptism to our divine God, we are sworn. No more sins, small or big, time has come. By his holy mercy, might we become. By his holy, merciful might, we become. We will continue talking about parenting your prodigal sons and daughters with Lane Craft, author of The Parents' Battle Plan. Luke 15, 31 to 32. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now is found. Lane, is there such a thing as perfect parents? Yes, I am one. Do, <laughs> is there, <laughs> are, are kids born with instructions? <laughs> no. And listen, they're not born with instructions. And again, I mean, who would have dreamed 15 years ago, the impact technology would have on our children today. So no, that is why we both believe that we must really partner with God, have a very um, important relationship, intentional relationship with Him, so that we can hear and we can and, and glean from His wisdom and learn from His words, because that's what we've got to have in this battle. What I found most important is praying together. It's true that saying a family that prays together stays together. Make it a routine to pray with your family and not just at the dinner table. If you can, take them to church every day. Sometimes that's what it takes. And it, it just give them just guidance. Uh, okay, so it's it's good to be on the phone, but not all day long. Uh, that that isn't real life and give them things to make themselves proud about come show them how to be helpful uh, build their self-esteem and it's true because sometimes we get so involved in what's on tv and what's on the phone and what's in the internet that we forget to live and so how do we best point our children to jesus yes well again i believe it first starts with us our relationship, our personal, intimate relationship with our Father. 
and then we emulate that to our children. Um, you know, the best part about being a parent is twofold. We can always say we're sorry and start new rules, um, you know. So if you're a parent out there today that maybe has not been active in a church or active in a personal relationship with Jesus, then then you can do it today because your shift can change the whole family. Uh, back to our kids, you know, once we start expressing to them, you know, our struggles I, and, and show them how we live intentional every day in our lifestyles by praying and digging in the Word. You know, I, my biggest mistake, Amy, I look back, I wish I would have read to my children as they were little bitty, like Jonah and yes. the whale, uh, Noah and the ark, and had them fall in love with the yes. Word of God as a child. Uh, because, you know, I was one of those people that was born in a religious mindset. I was almost in my late 30s, 38, 39, before I heard the word grace. Uh, this is about an intimate relationship. This is about our own children being able to go to God, you know, usurping us and saying, God, I know you'll show me a way to get out of this, or you'll show yeah. me how to do this. So, um, and you see, yeah. you see little kids in social media, the little toddlers putting their hands together and praying. A, a little boy, maybe five years old, praying over his little sister or praying this beautiful prayer to Jesus. And I said, wow, why couldn't we be that kind of parent? And so, no, we don't always do it right. It's never too late, though. You could always start over. God always gives ch second chances. Well, I'm an example of that, Amy. That's that's the hope yeah. today that I that I hope to share is that I I had three prodigals. I had one that took 15 years to be delivered. He was a cocaine oh. user, alcohol womanizer, and and he was touched and delivered by God in such a powerful way that you know he was changed instantly. So. Um, you know, that is the value of sharing our testimonies, because we need to see that our God pursues us even when we're in the darkest pits. But that 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 is such a great point that you made and how many families are struggling. It hits home. It, it, it's personal. And how many families are struggling with a child gone astray uh, 15 years? There's others out there that are going through the same thing. So it, just you sharing, how, how did it come about? And, you know, St. Monica, her husband and her son were pagans. And it took her 30 years, but she turned them both into saints. So Amen. with God, anything's possible, but we mustn't give up. And we have to believe in his perfect timing. Yeah. I, I think it took longer than 15 years for me. So if there's hope for me, <laughs> there's hope for a lot of people. Uh, well, and, and, and we have to our last breath, Amy. You know, that's something, yes. too, that's very important. Um, again, God's love never fails. It never runs out. He never abandons us. We have until our last breath to come into relationship and, 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 and call from God. Oh, he never forsakes us. That's the fallacy that a lot of people think, that, that because they're in sin or, or the child because they're doing wrong, they can't know of God. They can't turn to God. God doesn't like them anymore. No, God's even closer to them. And those are the brokenhearted. Those are the ones broken of spirit. And that's the one that God stays by very closely. But uh, we'll continue talking more about parenting. 
and uh, with our special guest, Lane Craft. Please stay with us. Thank you for listening to The Care with Amy Cabo. You can check out Amy's latest book, God is the Care, on Amazon. And please check our website, GodIsTheCare.com. Welcome back, and thanks for being with us. That was Keep Me in the Moment by Jeremy Camp. Mass, our highlight. Prayers is how to get through. Oh, sweet Jesus, in silent, dry times, what to do? No need for comfort, but to remind us of you. In mind, envision thy face. You are so kind. Despite the smoke, making sure we don't destroy. As we progress, Satan's tactics get in the way. But Christ is bigger, that has all evil at bay, assures we prosper as we pray every day. We will continue talking about parenting and prodigal sons and daughters with Lane Craft, author of The Parents' Battle Plan. Proverbs 22.6 Train up a child in the way we should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And, and earlier we were talking about uh, example, and an example is powerful, and that's how we should lead, especially when it comes to our children. And that, that's how my daughter uh, came about, even to the point to where my 15-year-old volunteered to wear a veil, and that's almost unheard of. But she's just so amazed of the power of God that shows within us because we are a living example of Christ when we are living in the spirit and following his word. But addictions are, are far too common and and that could be long a long haul. Uh, and you you lived it. I experienced it personally. It, it was me and it, it could be many others. So how did you, how did you get through that? Yes. Well, you know, in the book, uh, Parents Battle Plan, I, I have strategies that as I looked back, uh, I know were powerful and, and were the reason for the victory. Um, one is, again, recognizing we're not in war with our kid, even though we want to think we are because they're, you know, they're, they're just absolutely defiant and things like that and not uh, respecting us. But the second thing is, yes, prayer. But what I believe really um, made a difference was I would pray the blood of Christ over my children. I literally would take a paintbrush and put it at the cross of Jesus in my mind and dip the paintbrush in his blood. And I would paint this cross on the back of my children uh, in the cross manner. And I would say, Father God, in the name of Jesus and the blood of Christ, please protect Stephen, Lawson, Kaylee. And then I would say, give them your wisdom, Lord, through the blood of Christ, because with your wisdom, they will turn these self-destructive choices into better choices. 
I prayed that prayer every day, often many times a day. Um, I'm a big believer that prayer is our greatest weapon, but I think the super factor in it is the blood of Christ. We don't talk about that much anymore, but there's such power. There's resurrection power, life-transforming power in the blood of Jesus. So um, I would just stand on these things. I would say, I'm not in war with this kid. I would pray, and I would listen to praise music to keep my own spirits lifted, and then I would stay in the Word of God, and I would pick certain scriptures like, no weapon formed against my children shall prosper, and I would stand on that. Just believing in His might, and and the prayer that you said, and what you said was so powerful, as you said that prayer, I get chills, and you're right, the blood of Christ is extremely powerful, and sometimes it's, it's, it's hard for us to even think of that or to even mention that because we feel so bad that he went through such a thing for us, unworthy of it. And but, so the, in this 15 year, this kid, this child of yours that it took 15 years for his deliverance, it took perseverance and prayer, did, did it not? And could you tell us just a little bit about how he came to realize that God is the way, yes. that Jesus is so, the way? Yes. So again, you know, uh, he saw it in our lives, but he was so oppressed by the enemy's mm-hmm. darkness. So one night he was at a bar, Amy, he was high on cocaine, and he wanted to go to the next party, and he called an Uber driver. So the Uber oh. driver picked him up. And he said to Stephen, hey, I'm a pastor from another country here for the summer to make money. I feel like I'm supposed to be praying for you. And, of course, Stephen was familiar with prayer. So the man began to pray, Amy. And the power of God was so powerful in this Uber driver's car that Stephen fell face forward into the floorboard of this car and was crying from the presence, the the holiness in the car. And he knew This was not a high. This was actually a touch of God. And Amy, he was never the same. He was never the same because he knew he had been touched by God. And what's so powerful to me as a mother and as a daughter of the Most High God is that he didn't wait for Stephen to clean up or to do something particular on his end. God loved Stephen so much that he pursued him. We're almost at the end of the show. Thank you very much. God never gives up, and His no. His power is is blessed. Let's, let's finish with the amazing. So, thank you, Lane, for being with us. Uh, sorry, the short the show is short. Uh, I wish we had more time to talk. Yes, thank you. And so, we'll finish with a prayer, as we always do. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift to you my prodigal son. Thank you for loving them even more than I do for watching over them when I can't, and for working to draw them to yourself. Even though I can't see evidence of it, I know that you're pursuing them because that's the kind of God you are. Please soften their hearts towards you. Amen. Amen. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Please check our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo, our app, The Cure. And of course, our website, GodIsTheCure.com. And thank you to our listeners for being with us. Until next Sunday, much love. Give it your best. Be as kind as possible.
to yourself and everyone you meet. Be true in every situation. Keep your values. Don't lose hope. And most importantly, no matter what, keep the faith. And please check Amy's latest book, God is the Cure, Love is the Answer, whatever books are. And leave us a review if you don't like it. Don't leave a review. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Cure with Amy Cabo. You can check out Amy's latest book, God is the Cure, on Amazon. And please check our website, godisthecure.com.